0: those just starting out to those who built their reputation in the detail industry navigating the course is a daily grind. this is play by play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan now here's your play by play all
1: right what's up everybody what up bro how's it going happy friday all right, we're back with another episode of Play by Play, and today we have Mike Rhines with famously Fresh Detailing.
2: That's right, um, man. We're doing our podcast. Uh, this series yep. is about um, just highlighting our customers, man, and and we're finding that that's going to be probably one of our favorite series that we're doing. Oh,
1: by far. And you know, uh, just so you know, we call them MVPs. Uh, that's right. Our customers are called MVPs because to us they are the MVP, and Thanks. so this series is all about the MVPs, and we're going to be bringing them on. And you probably noticed our little raffle thing up here we're actually going to be drawing the next one up we got tons of people turning in wanting to do that so we won't want to um you know have one in front of the other and, and cause for that so we're just going to randomly draw it and plus it adds hype you know it adds excitement to the show and we're excited about it oh absolutely
2: we didn't want to seem like we were choosing favorites because that's what it kind of felt like no, just are. because there's so many people i want to spotlight they're you know? all my favorites. they are all my favorites man <laughs> so we, we picked the easiest way to go about it we we'll be honest with you we, we just yeah. uh that that took us out of the the favoritism um sure sure and,
1: and, and that's what you do i mean yeah but anyways then we're excited about this uh we also got our hacker hack coming up at the end of the show yeah
2: got a little interesting one that i got sent from my boy Taton, yep. uh trout and so with trout's detailing and we're gonna we're gonna hook him up and show show that hack
1: yeah guys and don't forget listen i mean you know we can only think of so much we love for you guys to submit ideas you can drop them in the comments shoot them over in a messenger shoot right a text um or myself a text if you have my number and um you know let us know about some of the hacks that you guys are using because look we spread the news we spread the education around and uh, it just helps our industry get better Um, when we're doing things like that and then it could also be a hack that's just hacking something up and those are always funny too so (laughs) no
2: doubt or if you Uh, know a detailer who's a hack and you just want to put them on blast we'll uh, yeah
1: man we'll 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 air his ass out (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. no 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 we're not going to do that part but anyways um we want to have fun with that you know with that portion of the show so if you guys have anything that you can throw our way um always love it and don't forget if you want to be in if you're an mvp and you do want to be on our podcast uh, drop us a comment as well or shoot us over a Message. That's right. What else you got coming up, Dustin? Well, we got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we have a lot of stuff uh, going on here at the last quarter, and I'm glad because we're trying to end on the same note that we started. I, th- right. I mentioned that last, as far as the shop, as far as energy is concerned. So we got Rupes uh, coming to town. They always come, you know, they're always at my shop once a year, and uh, this year it's going to be on November 20th.
2: That's right. And in addition to Rupes, we got another crew coming down from yep. IGL.
1: From IGL. So IGL That's will right. be coming down to talk about ceramic coatings. Talk about, um, you know, how all uh, oh, their product line can help you in in, in your business and uh, what they can do for you so we'll have rupez we'll have IGL we'll have a local supplier s products for all you local guys that are here and I think they're actually in Pensacola and Birmingham area as well so if it, you know any of you guys that want to come down to this event um, we'll get the information we'll have the information shared to the group page we got to limit it to I think 15 detailers um, per Rupes request so um, that's that. So we'd love to have you here. We'll get the information out. That's Listen, these things are, are, are great.
2: And that really does remind me. Uh, Jennifer Tercott was texting me the other day, and um, that's all I got. You know, I just wanted to, just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> uh-huh. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me
1: more.
2: Just wanted to make out go. Ahead. Well, you know, my <laughs>
1: wife was texting me the other day. Oh,
2: that's cool. I'm jealous.
1: That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I need right there. Sorry, I didn't
2: mean to yeah. put the brakes on it. I'm just <laughs> trying to stick that in there. Okay. No,
1: listen. These so the Rupes coming to our show. I mean, our uh, shop is 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 important to me. They they've come for the last four years. And it's always awesome to have these guys showing the new products, showing the tools, going over, you know, how to use them. Even though, we're man, we're professionals, dude. We got 12 or 14, pol- more than that. Um, shit, there's probably 20 polishers down there. Um, Rupes polishers um, down there. We know how to use them. We know how to use them, right? Your detailer, you know how to use that. But they're showing you the way these things were built they're showing you the the, the the nuances that they have within the you know the equipment they show you the products and the the pads and the and the compounds and how they all work together and it's just really cool to get you know to get the behind the scenes look at the equipment you know you get to hear from the people themselves that are that are that are you know around manufacturing and around rupes you know the, as a as a business and you get to hear about that and see it it's important
2: and last time they gave out uh gave like kind of like a door prize I guess, but yeah. some Rupes shoes, and I was I'm hoping they they bring that back, and and I'm the lucky well, draw so for that.
1: You know the story behind the Rupes shoe, right? I do not. Okay, so Rupes um, started this shoe thing. They thought it was going to be a big hit. Detailers, detailers know that shoes are an issue in our industry. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing that I could come up with would be a better shoe. We've tried the OnClouds. We've tried a few things. Um, shoes are brutal, you know. They got to be comfortable. They need to be waterproof, but they need to breathe. So nice. you got some like issues there. Mm-hmm. But Rupes thought they had it, you know, nailed. And uh, and this is per their. Uh, I don't want to name drop. It was per one of their higher ups that told me the story, by the way. And so they and they spent. And, it, and if you go to have a shoe designed by Nike, right? Okay, like you got to bring it to the table. You got to commit wow. to x amount, of hundred thousand pairs of shoes. Okay. And they, they envisioned this, you know, Rupes shoe just flying off the shelves and being this great thing. And they said, man, it just...
2: Oh, no, is it a flop? Right oh, on yeah. his nose. They
1: couldn't they couldn't even give him away. They give, they're giving the they're giving away now.
2: Size 11, guys. Yeah. Don't, don't. Um, <laughs> Bring an extra
1: pair. You know, but it goes to show you, listen, we can take a moral from that story. That's right. Rupes flopped. Rupes, the company, had a... Man, how many million dollars did that cost him? That's oh, a flop. Gosh. That's a flop. Okay, things happen in your business. You don't always hit. You don't always win every little thing. But you, I, Rupes, didn't shut down because they had a flop. Right. They just know they don't want to be in the shoe business. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so guys, you know, you got to try different things. That's right. Try to, and they're not always going to work. But you got to have more that work that don't. And that keeps you moving forward.
2: That kind of reminds me of something I was thinking about uh, the other day. You probably read it out of my notebook,
1: but go ahead.
2: So basically, you know, uh, back in the days before polishers were a thing, people used to hand polish, right? And so what I was thinking was, you know, just like polishers, you know, came out in the industry and you don't see anybody hand polishing, right? Everybody uses a polisher. And I feel the same way about our software. You know, I feel like back in the days, um, even last week, you know, some guys are out there on pen and paper and then the next thing you know, Here's a product. And-
1: so, so basically they are taking something that's in their business and they're turning it over to a machine. Something that went from hand to a machine and now you're saying they should take these paper tickets and put it into a machine that would organize and schedule and make it look real nice and professional and your customers are going to love you to death. I love the analogy there. Thanks. It's almost like you took it right out of my head and put it into yours. What's
2: Okay, maybe that – all right, maybe I didn't think of it. Maybe that was your idea, but anyway, it was but, great either way. But he's
1: right. He's right, guys. Nobody's poli- – listen, when's the last time you polished a car by hand? Never. Okay, well, that was a thing. You know, that was a thing 40 years ago. There was a thing 50 years ago when the guys didn't want to spend the $5 for a polisher at that time.
2: 1984, they, it was still a thing. Max they, on, max off, they right? They
1: did it by hand. Oof. Okay, now we apply wax and sealants with a polisher. Like, we're not even doing that by hand. Right. Okay? Like, think about that. I was doing that by hand 10 years ago. I don't even do that by hand anymore. I pass that job to a machine and let the machine do it. Work smarter, not harder. Right. Same concept with these paper tickets. Same concept with your schedule. Same concept with your text message. Same concept with your booking site. Put that in a machine and let it go to work for you.
2: That's right. I love it, man. I love it. It's a
1: great idea. Anyways, so that's enough about that. Also, we also we also have the IDA coming down the first week of November. Um, Princess is coming down and i um, super pumped about him getting all about my detailers certified skills uh, validated and certified um, you know it's important to me it's a financial uh, commitment a large one at that to get everybody you know Um, to get everybody certified and then also he's going to do some looking around our shop and and, and listen guys When we think we're a great shop you know we think we we do great and we think we have a great system and and all but let me tell you something there's always to learn by bringing somebody from the outside in Mm -hmm. because they have a bird's eye look and they can see the things that you don't see when you're trapped in tunnel vision and I've got to run this business and pay the bills right okay you're missing all kinds of things, me, me included, all of us. So when you bring somebody in, a professional that can look and has, and, and has no emotional connection to sure. decisions that are made here. So, you know, obviously if I've made a decision on the way I think this shop should run, that's an emotional commitment for me. I'm committed to that decision. I want to see it work. He has no emotional commitment to anything. So he can walk in here and say... Guys, your rags got to be over here. Like this, sh- this should make sense to you guys. Well, you know, we were emotionally connected to that because that was a decision that was made. Right. So you bring somebody in that adds that value. That can look at things and they have the they they have the experience. Don't just drag somebody, your mentor, off the street. <clears throat> okay. Sure. Bring somebody in a fucking professional and pay them, and let them look at your let them look at your operation and really run it to ground and see. Okay these are the things that you can do because I've been in the business for 35 years and I know what works and I know what don't work and try these changes and then be open enough and willing enough to make those changes.
2: That's got to be a a nervous situation to put you in because I know you want nothing but this place to continue to do better and to be great. Well,
1: that's part of the process to me. So it's part of the process is fixing and correcting. And So it's not to me. I look forward to to being criticized. I look forward to being you know, um, constructively criticized about how we can do things better because I do that to myself every single day.
2: You're somebody that operates under pressure absolutely, on a regular and you kind of put yourself in that position.
1: I I want to be in that position. I want to, I want to have to think about and solve problems every day. That's where my, that's my peak performance. It's not at everything's running great and let's just get comfortable and sit back with an umbrella drink. I want to have a drink at the end of this thing, but I want it to be fucking endless. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't to, I don't want to just go to the beach for a week. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, I want easy end to be sitting on the beach, you know? like Indeed. You and, know, and you're not very good on the beach either. I mean, not
2: no, now. No. I mean, these days, you know, I, I remember I wasn't allowed to, to contact you at all because you were on vacation. <laughs> and I, I, You know, I, we still it's talk. That's awful. That's no, no. It's awful. <laughs> but that's great, it's, man. It's a
1: nine-day vacation, and it was like... 36 hours into it I was going crazy
2: yeah. <laughs> I love it man uh, Alright so listen
1: That's enough about me But listen the, These things that are going on In our shop Are very important to us We'll have pictures And footage up um, Of all the things That are going on We are also traveling Up to IGL For something cool We can't announce What it is But we're going up there This Sunday Miss Jessica and Chris And myself are going And uh, we're going to be Helping them out With some things They got going So just ton of cool shit going. That's there. this Sunday? That's this Sunday We leave for Lexington, uh, election In Kentucky To their training facility sunday afternoon and or sunday morning and then we'll be back sometime wednesday night so okay um, so
2: before the podcast next week you'll be I'll back. be
1: here you'll see this pretty face uh, on friday
2: fantastic man so today man we've got a really exciting show for everybody we're going to introduce one of our uh one of our customers and and somebody who is just a cool individual all the way around mr mike rides from famously fresh out of warsaw indiana
1: oh yeah right come on buddy
2: There we go. What's well, so, up,
1: buddy? <laughs> What's going on? Oh, not much. So, um, one thing I want to jump in here and say real fast is that he left everything on the table, guys. Um, in our little pre-conversation that we had podcast, so we're going to ask some really uncomfortable, really bad questions here. <laughs> you know, he said everything was on the table, so we're we're, we're going to hammer him here. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We uh, we dude, we just want to talk to you. Listen, this series is all about you. Um, we want to keep it that way. We want you to, you know, this is your time to tell your story. To, you know, tell us the things that you've come through. What goes on, you know, it, you know, uh, in your detailing business. What goes on in personal life. Things that you want people to understand and know. And what's brought you, you know, it's got you to the point that you're at. And we think that you're an important uh, piece of the industry. And, and we just kind of want to get that story out there.
0: Yeah.
2: So how long you been detailing, right, man? We'll just jump right in there, you know. Let's let's find out about the past.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I started detailing around 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Uh, I'd just gotten out of high school and needed a job. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to go to school, uh, and uh, it was the first thing that came up, and I already knew how to do it, uh, at least detailing, like, with my buddies and stuff like that. Everybody always had a cool car or had something that sat on big rims or something. <laughs> so, you know, learning how to do that stuff is where I picked up with it. That's um, pretty cool. Then I jumped so, into a dealership setting with it. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to ask you.
0: Did you went did to you, actually work for a dealership for school?
2: When you were in college? Yeah. Awesome.
1: So, okay, so you, you know, coming out, you, you didn't just jump in and start your own business. You actually started working for a, a, a dealership, doing dealership work, cleaning uh, trade ins, I'm sure, yep. new car, getting new car prepped. Oh, yeah. Um, and so then, yep. how long into that, um, like, wh- when was the decision or when was the flipping point? You say, you know what, man, I can do this on my own. I'm tired of working for this dealership. I want to do my own
0: thing. Uh, so I actually didn't even stay with that dealership long. Um It wasn't, I got to drive a brand new Dodge Viper and that's what set it off. Right. I got to deliver it from detail to delivery. And uh, it, it, in a way, I guess you could say it was kind of life changing. I'm not mechanically inclined at all. So I got to find something that keeps me around vehicles because I just love them all. I don't care if they're daily driver soccer mom bands or if it's, you know, a five million dollar Bugatti. It doesn't matter. Sure. Like, I just like vehicles in general. I like making them clean. I like them when they shine. So that was the turning point. Being able to actually get myself in that car, even just the short distance that I got to drive it, it was kind of was like, yep. So I actually I left that um, and I was pursuing an engineer position. That's what I was going to school for. Oh, wow! with uh, Verizon didn't didn't really like it uh, because I was stuck in a cubicle all day mm-hmm. <laughs> wish I'd gotten a morning <laughs> yeah so yeah. uh the recession hit and I moved from Fort Wayne Indiana back to Warsaw um uh that's when I met my wife and I got into orthopedics uh, wow. did some quality control on that and just uh shortly after we had gotten married started you know picking up on you know hey you know you want me to clean your car you're talking about it oh yeah Yeah. let's do it so i'd have a buddy come over you know and that's how we just that's how it started um i had one of my co-workers bring me his dodge magnum and he had 22s on it he wanted me to paint the paintable inserts in it Mm -hmm. i was like i've never done it before but let's do it you know so if you got a color match and we color matched them and i detailed the whole vehicle we put a system in it and he's like you can probably make some money doing this. And I'm like,
1: yeah,
0: (laughs) that's kind of when it hit me and I'm like, yep, there it is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Now your name is definitely. And so I see a lot of detail shop names. You've got an original name. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you want to give us a little background on how that name came about? Uh,
0: so in my, uh, I, I say adolescent, like I'm old, I'm not, I'm only 33, but in my adolescent years, uh, I was known to show up at any particular event, party, anything like that, and have never worn the same outfit twice. A lot of my close friends started calling me Famously Fresh Rhymes. I love it. I don't know why. Um, It was actually a very expensive habit to try to uphold, so it didn't last very long, but the name kind of always stuck. you know, any given time, I just looked fresh. You know, I yeah, had I, like I had awesome. long surfer hair at one point. Um, it was always particular. You know, always had a fresh outfit on. It didn't matter. I just felt good. You know, sure, I yeah. felt like it was a lifestyle. You know, yeah, feel good about yourself was a lifestyle. That's so awesome. I kind that's, of turned that, it into a into a business. <laughs>
1: you know, listen. Okay, he just answered one of the questions I've had for a long time. So my coolness factor is not very high up there, and I've and I've realized that after I've interviewed a lot of people on this podcast that I'm always the third coolest guy in the room. And there's only three guys in this room, well, on camera anyway. Okay, that's not good odds. I have cracked the code. You, my friend, have cracked the code. I have got to get some fresh outfits. To
2: wear, but that means you have to not wear your uniform.
0: Oh shit, that ain't happening.
2: <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. You, you'd <laughs> actually not have to be at work. I no <laughs> yeah, longer I have see.
0: that fresh factor. Um, yeah. uh, I've had to pass that on to my kids. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> they, so, they get the fresh factor now. <laughs> nice, nice,
2: rocking new Jays and and all that.
0: Huh?
2: Like I said they're rocking new Jordans, staying
0: fresh. No, no, I'm not letting them rock door. <laughs> We're not taking that far.
2: Yeah. No, uh, don't listen, get me
0: wrong, they wear their Nikes and their Under Armors, but they're really heavily involved in sports. So uh, we do spend a lot of money into into that equipment and stuff like that.
1: So. Yeah, we, it definitely can relate there. And my wife is very similar into that. Never, you know, that that... That famously fresh, costly idea. My daughter; she's two years old, and I don't think she's wore the same thing twice yet. I've Never seen her in the same. I, outfit. And I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. I swear. <laughs> I don't think she's ever worn anything. I,
0: twice. I know that uh, it. It was a. It was. I noticed it was a thing. Uh, I always yeah. realized that my sister had clothes in her closet that had tags on tags. them still.
1: Tags. Yeah. And I'd be looking
0: at some of these tags like. You could start a department store in here, yeah. like.
1: Oh, it's it's crazy, it's crazy, but you know, and that's cool. But I think it translates. Well. I mean, what you're saying, and then translates over to detailing is absolutely. I mean, it's it's in the details, and that's what makes you a great detailer mm-hmm. is the attention to detail. And uh, there's a there's an original that's a good name. name there's for an it? original name. The <laughs> uh so sorry i I think it's yeah no no pun intended sorry titus we love you (laughs) (laughs) um but uh no i I think that's cool that's cool so uh cars i mean you you know i see on your uh facebook all the time you're detailing the coolest cars around yeah man tell
2: us about how you got into i mean show cars literally some of the the baddest rides around you've got them
0: i got i got very lucky um you know, I've, I've always presented myself as to be an extrovert. I really enjoy meeting new people. Um, I rode BMX for 19 years of my life, and it led me to meet really? some really cool people. Um, yeah. And even some of the cooler people that I still know today are from here. Um, and one of them is my buddy, Teddy, uh, Teddy Piper, he, uh, he's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And he does all of the marketing and the photography for Auctions of America over in Auburn. Oh, wow. So he, he knew some people and, uh, this particular uh, gentleman that I'm doing business with right now, um, he helped him set up his new business. He left one to start up his own. And, uh, in the midst of that, he needed somebody to detail cars. So, uh, my name was thrown out there and I met him and we just started hammering them out. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went down. So I got lucky to, to say the least, uh, it's led me to work on some stuff that I didn't think I'd be able to work on,
1: classic wise. You know, you just said something that I want to speak on. Um, you said that I got lucky, and let me tell you, you didn't get lucky. Um, you may have felt like you got lucky, but you were in that position because of things that you've done in your life along the way that put you that in that place to have that decision to be made or have mm-hmm. that conversation to be had. And that's one thing that you know that. That I talk to people a lot about, and it's like, man, you, you know, uh, they, they see my place up here, and they're like, God, ah, you know, you, you know, you, man, you just knocked that one out of the park. You got lucky. It's a great decision. And said, like, No, you didn't see the other hundred failures that got me here. You didn't see the the things that I had to turn down, or the things that I missed along the way, or the things that I got wrong right. that put me in this position to get this one right. And so. You know, having that conversation. How many conversations had you had outside of that? That that you. How many minivans did you clean? And, and were like, damn. You know, like <laughs> when do I get? When do I get right. lucky? Right? You know, how many? How much of that time did you put in to put your name in that hat to be there? And and that's what it boils down to is you got to be wrong a lot before you get to a, before you get to be right. And and so <laughs> you did not get lucky, my friend. You earned that one.
0: And uh, I, you know, it's it's great. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess when I say luck, it, I don't think about it like that. So that's a uh, nice perspective. I appreciate you're just that. Trying to be humble, something that's, better. That's um, you know, but I, I do. I, I'm one of them guys where I literally look at every single decision that I've made in my life, good or bad. It's always led me to where I'm at. So I can't look back and regret or want to change anything right. because I'm I'm good where I'm at right now. I I like where I'm at. I want to move forward. I don't need to look back. I know every bad choice I made, every good choice brought me here. That's so right. uh, and if you yeah, about, I like that. That's a good yeah. perspective. If,
1: if you think about things that work being a positive and things that don't work being a negative, and if everything that you do or every decision that you made adds up to the sum of where you are now… As long as you're putting more positives than negatives, as long as you're doing enough things right, more things right than wrong, then you're always going up. And if you always look back and go, man, you know, mm-hmm. I just want to be a little bit further, then you just got to put a few more positives in there. And, and dude, yeah. I think that that's everything that you've done is the sum of what you where you are now. And that's why you're in that position. And so, uh, you know, it, and it is. And listen, I, I know what it's like to be humble. I, I, I feel that too. And it's really hard to look at yourself and say, you know what, I fucking earned this. You know, I did this. I, it's mine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always like, hey, you know, like, I know where I want to be. I know the things that I want to do better. I know the things that I want to, you know, get better at or I'm not great at. And I want to be better at those. It's hard to just say, you know, hey, man, I just earned this shit, you know. it's So uh, I, I love it, man. I, I didn't mean to get off on that. I just, you know, when you said that.
0: No, you're good. And, and I know
1: what you meant by it. But, but you know, I just, dude, hard work. Hard work pays off.
2: Yeah. Speaking of the it, dude, tell me about, um, I, I want to know both the coolest car you've ever detailed or, you know, your, your, your most like memorable detail that you've ever done positive and negative. I want to hear about the good
0: and just the terrible, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll start with the good. Um, I would have to say the coolest car that I've been, uh, able to work on so far, uh, I actually just recently did it for, for this gentleman that I'm working with in Fort Wayne. Uh, it was a V8 custom, Ford V8 custom crest liner. So it was completely chopped back. Uh, everything was completely 100% frame off resto. Uh the down to the leather interior, you know, the white and red leather interior, it was probably by far my favorite. Uh, because I paint wise, I hadn't been challenged like that in a number of years. The last time I've been challenged that hard, I I might have cried.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I actually might have said cheers on that. So, That's
0: right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that vehicle was by far the best one because it's it's something I've never done before. That so was unique. a that was a type of a hot rod that I I've never thought of doing before. So mm-hmm. that one's probably been the coolest. Uh, awesome. Worst one. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, the <laughs> very worst one. I It wasn't even a vehicle. It was a boat. So oh, okay. uh, you guys know boats. Uh, yeah. Splendor Boats is based 20 minutes south of me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a deck boat or catamaran uh, boat manufacturer. They gave me a 28-foot catamaran that was all white. Mm-hmm. One. Purple stripe down the side. Interior was white. Everything was white. They're yeah. like, we need this polished, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, guys, this thing's 28 foot. Like, yeah. and back then, uh, I mean, we're talking, you know, almost six or seven years ago. I wasn't doing boats for what I would charge today, you know. Sure. So I was I mean, oh, right. losing money. You I was charging 12 money, bucks a minute. foot yep. to try to polish that thing, only to realize that it was it needed sanded. Like it was bad. Oh my so, gosh. So. I actually, uh, (laughs) I did the best I could and I actually ended up uh, turning down any more business after that. I Uh, literally uh, got away from boats. (laughs) You know, I got to tell a quick story. Um,
1: We had, and this has been about five years ago, we had a um, customer that brought us in a truck, brand new truck, a brand new toy hauler, or actually it was this race car hauler and then a boat. um, And we were to coat all three. So we coated the truck, we coated the boat, no problems. We got to the car hauler and it was like 45 feet and it was black, okay? And it was like, you know, it's like 10 feet tall, 12 feet tall, it's huge, right? And we realized after we wash it that it's gotta be clay barred um, because it's got overspray all over it. called the customer, he's like, oh, there's no reason there's overspray, it's brand new. He's like, well, it does, you know? So we, uh, we clay barred this thing and of course while we're clay bar and it's marring the paint a little bit single stage paints that industrial style paint so we have to polish it now we got to polish this thing get the marring out get the scratches out and we polish this big son of a bitch for like two days and then we start to coat it with a uh, with a coating and uh dude let me tell you so we had it in back in my shop we coated it and it looked absolutely beautiful like a mirror we were all like high five we got to the done, you know done with it whatever blah 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 we pull it out in the sun, and it, you literally could see every oh. every box that had been leveled, every, or laid and leveled. Every imperfection, you could even see the polish lines. And I'm like, "Oh my God, what is happening?" Oh so, shit, dude, dude, this is forty something feet long. I mean, we're used to doing with big shit. This was big shit, you know. And so we back it in, you know. We polish it back out. We polish that coating off and and we tried to spray it, and we would spray one side and pull it out in the sun, and it looked the same. It looked like everything you – I call them strokes. Like, you could see everywhere everything went. And, dude, I, we fought that. I kept that it's thing on total my property for two weeks. It was a total nightmare. And, uh, listen, that guy, that guy called me back a couple of years later. He missed his annual, okay? I hope he's listening to this too, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> he called me back. He missed his annual, and he wanted us to warranty the – the thing and it had that overspray shit that he told me it didn't have to begin with all over and I went down to his house and looked at it and I'm like, Yeah, I'll do it. I said, here's the price. He's like, no, it's supposed to be covered under warranty. I said, no sir, I said, here's where we called you to get this warranty work done on it. I said, uh here's what it's gonna cost. And he, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't one of those fun conversations, but it was reality. He sold right. that. He sold that trailer. And he told those people that 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 warranty would transfer over oh, and it, that no. didn't even exist. They called me and they are like, you know, two more years later they called me and I'm like, dude, this warranty's been gone for four years. Are you bring it in, here's the price, and it it would go oh, like double every time I like <laughs> it was like ten times yeah. the amount the first time, you know, and then the second time I double that. So.
2: Oh god, you don't was, want to see it back.
0: Yeah, I said no, I didn't want that truck back. It no,
2: like, you know definitely I mean?
0: don't. Didn't so the car it. that I said that I actually cried over. Uh-huh. That exact reason is why I cried. It's awful. It's yeah. awful. <laughs> My correction. And, I mean, I was I was already clocking, like, 32 hours in that car because it was uh-huh. GM black. Yep. Oh, Super yeah. Super soft. It was 2010. Yeah. You can still so get it. it so, I'm literally, like, two by two sections as tight as possible all over this car thinking, man, I did awesome. Let's look, yeah. Let's get the coating on it. Didn't just totally spaced it never pulled it out nothing pulled it out there's micro marring all over it and uh, i'm like well that's that's unfortunate you know this car is getting ready to leave it's getting (laughs) right it was getting a pro charger put on it
1: yeah
0: i told the guy i said please bring this back to me i'm taking this off and i'm gonna even i'm gonna i'm gonna fix all this and he's like okay cool you know brought it back to me i ended up clocking a total of 52 hours on that vehicle taking my coating back off of there Mm. fixing all the work it's Recoating it, everything.
1: But you know, those things teach you. So. You know, they're humbling. They are humbling. You, you, yeah. That trailer. I mean, if I, I was afraid to cry on it to make it work, like I was a, like, like literally. I mean, we were polishing with water at one point just to get this, like, please, just finish down to something that looks halfway decent. Get this sandwich out of my. <laughs> <laughs> we come in and look at it, and just go, "Oh my god, not again, not today, you know, not today, not for weeks." <laughs> That was for weeks, week, week probably. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, I can get bogged down on that. I'm I'm sorry, but I had to tell that story.
2: <laughs> now you're one of these, uh you're one of these one man shows, right? So you you are yeah. you know you're the guy. And when it comes down to tent and PPF, do you do that as well, or do you kind of have somebody that you can pass that along to?
0: No. Uh, so I I'm 100 percent past tent, PPF, graphics, raps, all that stuff. I pass that to a to a longtime friend of mine. Um, he started his business shortly after or right about the same time if not before me Um, he had taken uh, some knowledge that he had gained working for another shop um, and perfected it basically Um, he landed a dealership uh, account and he blew up Um, and I've always done my best you know help support him Uh, I'm proud of where he's gone with it Um, he's He's one of the more renowned tent shops in the area, as well as wraps. Um, so, his wrap work is incredible. So I give him all my referrals and stuff like that.
1: Well, one thing I want to bring up, is, and, and it's the, kind of the time that we're in right now um, as far as the season of detailing, and we're tailing off into our slow season for sure um, over the mm-hmm. next three months or so. It'll be slow. And some people do start to look for other avenues like the tent or the PPF. What do you do um, to, you know, to extend your busy season out into that slow time or to reduce the amount that you're slowing down? Um, what, what do you do? What's your what's your season kind of, you know, uh,
0: protocol? Interiors. Interiors. Nice. <laughs> Interior nice. detailing all day yeah. long. Really? All day long. Um, I've found that uh, a mixture of, you know, vinegar, some light dish soap and some steam takes salt out. So, okay. uh, needless to say, uh, there's a lot of school events and stuff that go on, and a lot of vans uh, and vehicles that have a lot of kids running through them. Mm-hmm. I say I can stay pretty busy just off
1: interior work. That's good. So, when you say salt, I'm, I'm, look, we're in Mobile, Alabama. the Only salt that's coming on us is the ocean salt. You, I know you're not talking about.
0: That. Yeah. What? Uh, what is salt Indiana, coming? Michigan, Illinois? The just the Midwest. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys in Ohio, they can you know contest it is bad they lay some crap down on the road that just totally turns the roads white so your vehicles are just sloshed in this stuff well you get it in your feet from walking on sidewalks and walking through parking Mm. lots and stuff like that and it builds up a salt rim where it actually starts to harden and overtake your carpet like you really can't get much carpet back after that usually leaves with the salt but so you, got uh, if you can catch you, it fast enough.
1: Yeah. So you got a solution that you spray on that will help bring that back to life and, and, and help deal with the salt issues.
2: Something you never
0: even no,
1: think man. about, huh? Yeah. If we got yep. salt, if we have salt in our carpet, it came off the yeah. McDonald's french fries. It's,
0: it's literally just some distilled vinegar uh, with, with a couple of drops of Dawn dish soap and some water. Yeah. And then I use that in conjunction with steam. So, isn't it amazing, isn't it amazing
1: what a little detergent will do, what a little what a little Don will do? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to. Um, my, all the suppliers that we've been bringing on are going to kick my ass. Uh, isn't it amazing <laughs> what that will do? You don't have to have a chemical for every single thing.
2: Are you promoting Don as uh, <laughs> oh, God! Careful. Listen, I, I you can go. tell yes. you
0: guys when I very first started in this and started this business, I started this business 10, 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. Uh-huh. And all I literally had was some Dawn dish soap and some water. Yeah. I had a Bitzel, like everybody's using nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and you. I just had a, a drive, you know. Like, I didn't start using chemicals or even name brand chemicals until, uh, <laughs> until chemical guys released their line. Oh, nice. uh, right. And then they started nice. blowing yeah. up in all the stores and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got away from them real, real quick. I found, uh, you know, Carbright. Um, I'm a big user of Carbright. Um, I like CarPro, Pro, uh, Sonics. So yeah. it wasn't until I knew that I could afford to have those products um, that I was going to have them. So I literally had to get good at what I was doing using whatever I had. Yeah, is which that, is so how I'm, a lot of people are starting up. A-
1: absolutely, that's exactly how I started. So I didn't even start with the Bissell. I remember when I went to Walmart and bought my Bissell, by the way. But we had br- you know brush and, and we used spray bottle and brush in a shop vacuum. Vacuum. That was our that was our extracting. Yep. Yes. And then I would go to yep. O'Reilly's and, um, and, and buy McGuire's, you know, products and try them out or try different, you know, yep. whatever was on the shelf. Um, there we were trying different things to like, you know, we did just what everybody does, you know,
0: you just go to learning, out. learning, you yeah. learn. You learn what you were thing. doing.
1: Yeah. And paying out yeah. nose for chemicals like that, you know, cause you're buying them retail, they're diluted down. You're basically buying a bottle of water and, uh, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and trying to learn and figure it out. But you know, we've all been there, and that's how you get better, and that's how you figure out what you need.
2: Matter of fact, I'm gonna need to get with you, Mike, because uh, I like the idea that you were talking about. I think that would make a great hacker hack. You know, our little oh, our yeah. little uh, yeah, little yeah. deal. But since we don't have salt down here, you know, like you guys do, I might have to uh, ha- have you shoot the hacker hack for us, and, and, and we'll spot like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that. we can make it happen.
2: Now, uh, what's the competition look like around you? So do you guys – I mean, so we like to feel the local detailers. I mean, now that you know, a lot of them are on our software, um, uh, you know, we just have a great relationship with these guys. We look at them like assets and not like competition. I, I mean, they're, they're, we stopped the um, the mobile unit, and so we're able to pass along some of those jobs that we used to do that we're not any, doing any longer yeah. to some of these uh, guys that are, you know, a lot newer into the business. Up. Right. So what does it look like around yeah. your
0: area? So competition wise for me, um, I don't know. I I guess over the years, like there's been guys that have popped up here and there, you know, just starting out. Um, (laughs) I try to eat as much humble pie as I can. I used to be a guy that used to have an ego. I used to think that I was the best, you know, knowing that there was always going to be somebody better than me, but for my area, I like to think that I was the best. And then. I realized, like, what is that? What is that proving? Like, what am I getting out of that? You yep. know. So, anytime I saw somebody starting up, I started offering, Regional. you know, tips. You know, yep. hey, just from one guy to another, here's a tip. Try this. You know. Yep. Um, so I don't look at anybody around here um, as competition. There's a lot of opportunity here. Uh, there is a a Z-Bart here. Um, uh, <laughs> I know Z-Bart is a globally known name. I know that they do have some good shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is a little rough, but yeah, uh, you're gonna have you to fill know, us they, in they, on what a is. They at least try. Yeah.
1: So yeah, what is Z-Bart? Z-Bart? Is that like a franchise detail shop?
0: Yeah. So that is a global franchise. That's a big one. Um, I'm surprised okay. you guys don't have one down there. I guess that uh, would make sense on your expressions, okay. but uh, <laughs> no, they are a uh, they're they're a global name detail shop. Um, and wow. they're franchised now.
1: Okay. Yeah, and this production style detailing—I'm sure they're looking for volume. Um,
0: they're looking absolutely. Yeah. They're pushing out as many coding jobs as they can a day. Sure. You know, sure. really lacking in the quality. Uh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, it, I say yeah. that based off of what I pull from their Google reviews.
2: Right.
0: You know, yeah, a it's, lot it's, of people complaining about you know lack of quality and, and et cetera. Right. But everybody makes mistakes. You sure. know, so like I said, I try not to look at anything as competition anymore. You know, yeah. it, I don't feel like there's a need for it. There's, I think there's too much out here. Everybody can eat.
1: <laughs> I think that's a great way to look at it, too, because, you know, if, if you're those guys, and there's rampant in our industry that, <clears throat> that that just because they're in the same line of business and they're in your area, that that's competition. And in reality, there is way more cars than probably either one or all 10 or all 20 or all 50 detailers can do in in your area.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So,
1: so it's not competition yep. in, this, in that sense. It's it's how you know you should guys should network together and figure out how to make that market better, how to raise the standards in that market, and then the new guys as they come, mm-hmm. they are going teach them up, and the ones that'll weed they're going to weed themselves out if they're not cut out. This, this business isn't easy. Yep. You know, this isn't a this isn't a. Kick I like doing business.
0: collaborations. I, I really do. Um, I know there's a guy that's getting ready to come back up here from Florida uh, that used to be around here. Um, He was actually, he attended a a course that I helped uh, teach with Carbright and him and I really hit it off, you know, and now he's going to come up here. He's probably going to be the first um, full time employee that I'll have if everything works out. But, um, you know, it was, you know, being able to help him learn more. You know, that's what I get from this at this point. I really like to learn every single day. And as well as give back and try to teach somebody something every day. You know, I think it's important in this industry. It's there's way too much evolving way too fast.
1: That's right. And, and then honestly, this, this is something I tell the guys, like if you got to teach someone, you, you learn it better yourself. Every time you teach it, even if it's the same thing over and over, you're learning it better. When you try to teach somebody and they're going to ask you why, then you got to have an explanation of why. And it's not just because that's the way I do it. This is why. Mm-hmm. And then, as you, taught, as you teach yeah. those things over and over and over, you really get deep. You're able to dive deep in that, you know, whatever you're teaching or passing along, and it really makes you a better student yep. of the industry and a student of the game, basically.
0: Repetition is- equals consistency, which equals, you know, success. ultimately everything that you need. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. Consistency is the key to success. So it is.
2: This is awesome, man. I, I'm having so much fun with this series. This is going to continue to get better and better. Yep. Uh, Mike, we, thank you so much for coming on today. We do got to gotta wrap it up. We've got a yep. couple other things. Thank we you guys for hear, having but, me. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. Man, it's, man. It, thank it's you. always our pleasure. Yeah, this, uh, is,
1: this is what this is all about. You know, detailers kind of have a conversation. Our, our, the guys that are watching this are detailers. They want to hear conversations like this. They want to know that that, that what of you guys that's been in the industry for a long time dealing with what do you how do you guys handle it? So having conversations like this are absolutely what this podcast is all about and it makes me happy to be here. So I appreciate you coming on and I appreciate you being yeah, open to I, us.
0: It's a pleasure, guys. I'm I'm honored to be here. It's I enjoy having the conversation, you know. It's it's nice. It's yeah. uh it's nice to get out there and, and meet more people in this industry. And like I said, it, every day is a learning process you That's know right. How, how do you folks gotta go? learn every day and i enjoy it i embrace it <laughs> yeah.
2: how do folks so. go about getting a hold to you man uh, where can they find you
0: uh so i've got a website famously fresh com. Mm-hmm. um i've got my detailed booking uh link on there uh, i've got facebook instagram uh i run stuff on google i can be found on google pretty easy awesome. So. I try to cool. keep it yeah, pretty so, simple so, so. in that aspect being a one man shop. I don't have time to run all of it. So and,
1: uh, get well, hey, you do what works and stick with it. And, uh, but it sounds like you may be growing yep. pretty soon. So, uh, let us know when you get that new employee in there, hopefully that works out. And, uh, and hopefully you're able yep. to just kind of double down and keep growing that business and, and making it everything that you want it to be. Uh, we're here for you as you do that and any questions that you have, obviously. You know, so famous, Famously Fresh Detailing, you can find him there on Facebook, Instagram maybe, or all the social medias. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, Google, yep. so awesome. Mike Ryan's always a pleasure talking to you, buddy. I uh, appreciate man. you coming out, and we'll, uh, we'll you see you soon. You guys as well.
0: Take Thank it you. easy. You guys have a good one.
1: You too, man. Okay, so I'm working on the beard.
2: I was wondering if you were gonna Working take on the beard, figure and that gotta, out.
1: I've got to come up with it with a fresh outfit every day.
2: And you look pretty clean with, all on Saturdays and Sundays from pictures I've seen. Yeah, I was yeah
1: I, you know. Maybe maybe the second guy. The so okay, second coolest okay, guy. Okay. okay, yeah. All right, right. so <laughs> one thing that you didn't do earlier that I want you to do is our pro tip. We wanted to show a piece of the software, and I want you to go ahead and do that right now before we jump into our famous hacker hack. That's right. Show us a pro tip.
2: All right, man, Dustin. So, what we're doing right now, uh, you know, something that I, I think everybody will get a good kick out of, and, and really something that everybody should be doing, right? Absolutely. It's your before and after picks. Now, uh-huh. one of the things that makes Detail Boogie so awesome is that you can take all your before and after picks. You can yep. upload them to the software. You can get rid of them in your phone because it's always going to be stored. They're stored here to the ticket. Yep. And so now we've got uh, the ability to label on pre-inspection, post-inspection. They could be a damage inspection report. Um, and so now you've always got that information. It's not going to come back on you where somebody says, "Hey, man, this wasn't like that." Well, if you've got good before and after pictures, then you've got proof. You have
1: proof. You have proof. And so these things are, you know, way more than just for marketing. You can use this. If you have to, excuse me, if you have to in a in a damaged scenario where a scratch was there or a dent was there and you are, you know, and the customer is claiming that you've done it. And now let me just go ahead and say something about that. Nine times out of ten, the customer is not just trying to be an asshole and get you to pay for something. Let's just get that right. What happens is the customer truthfully does not know it's there. Right. When you polish one out or when you clean a vehicle, they now can see it better than they could have before. And that's why 90% of the customers say that you've done it. So it's not because everybody hates detailers. It's just not, guys. We're not that fucking important anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Hey, I I, I think polishing one out is very important, and you guys should make sure you take pride in that.
1: But but just so, guys, before you hate on the customer, listen, I know it's quick. You know, it's easy to hate on them about those kind of things. But just trust me that 90% of the time, these guys don't know it's there, and now they think it is. So take pictures, take your before and afters. So Jessica, so. what time is it, so Jessica? Yeah,
2: so.
1: right.
2: <laughs> <Or laughs> here we go. It's my favorite time of the, the day, and okay. um, this Friday we've got something really cool for you guys. So, what we're going to talk about is under the hood lights yep. when doing interiors.
1: Okay, so what he's talking about, guys, is and it's right behind you. If you want to spin around, we got a we got a, a thing. Oh. All right, so listen guys, before, mechanics used to have under the hood lights and there were these long lights with these poles that hooked them and you clamp them on the hood, hold that side, and they pull out, okay? And then so they could see on, under the engine or, or you know see in the engine bay while they were working on it. Well, some detailer got smart somewhere and said, oh, you know what? We can hook those on top of the door jams and use it for an interior light because everybody that details knows it's really dark inside the cars, really dark. When, it don't matter if you do them dead in the sun. They're dark in there. Everything shadows, especially under the consoles and under the seats. You can clamp these lights up top. And now they're sold as detail-specific lights. But look, let's get real. You can go to, you know, any auto parts store and get one for it's an engine bay light.
2: So basically, this is like taking your uh, black GMC out into the sun. Is you're going to see every imperfection once you get that light hung up in there and yeah, turn on. Yeah, up. yeah,
1: it, it helps you. You know, it gives you more light. I mean, when you're when you think about it, if you're vacuuming between the seats or cleaning between the seats. Um, or under the seat, it's going to cast that light because it's directly above you, and it really, really helps. Also, this is not part of the hack, but the little headlamps. You know, you can get them. Um, for, you can get. You can spend as much money or as little money as you want to. They all help a lot. And I know one other thing. I'm not going to give it away. We'll do that another hacker hack. Or hack. I, you I the hack. I I've got to save that. I've hack. It. I'm not giving it away yet. But all there's right. another thing, and we'll try to do it next week. Awesome. So man. Uh, we'll stay on the lights for hack. Guys, it's been a great series. Oh, we're not
2: done, sir. We've been holding out for this moment. Who is going to be on the next podcast,
1: Dustin? That's a good question. So that's what this little jewel right yes, here is right. for. Uh, thank you for keeping me on track here. So what we're doing with this is we're going to draw uh, to see who next week is uh, is going to be on our show. Which MVP is going to be in our show? So let's see how we do this here.
2: Oh, that's awesome! All right, at, there, there it is. You want me to grab it. There
1: it is. Grab it. Grab oh, it.
2: I hope everybody is oh. excited as we are.
1: Hang on, you get back in there, little guy.
2: ...for the next... ...for
1: the next show...
2: ...oh man, how do we go from famously fresh to so fresh and so clean... ...so
1: fresh and so clean... Uh, God, <laughs> ...all right... ...looks so, like Chris Wilkins... Chris, ...Chris Wilkins, if you're watching the show, get ready, you're on next Friday... Uh, ...if not, we'll reach out... ...guys, don't forget that you can follow our podcast in multiple places... ...we're on Facebook, streaming live... ...we also stream live on YouTube... ...and if you miss that, you can catch us on Spotify... ...where it's just audio... ...but remember to see these two pretty faces youtube or facebook uh guys drop us comments drop us likes drop us shares we love that stuff it helps grow keep Uh, those hacks coming keep the hacks coming and uh if you want to be on the show send us a message guys appreciate everything and we'll see y'all next week peace